0: Welcome back, Yaakov, Hello Chazarkoi, Yaakov has gone on his way, the new year embarks. Shabbos is the second Shabbos of the year, but it's not the second Shabbos of the year technically according to the Pasha Atayra we start Pasha Bereshas and then Nayach so today should be the second Pasha of the year second Shabbos of the year but Baruch Hashem this year we were we had Yom Kippur on the Shabbos we had still Rosh Hashanah it was three days followed by Shabbos Two days of Shana and Shabbos. As we spoke, the only, is the only way to say five days in a row, the ter- read the Torah five days in a row without saying Howl. Huh? What are you talking about? Then you have... We have we had Rishim Kippah, as we said, Sukkot led into Shabbos, so the third Shabbos was called the Sukkot, and then finally, the second days of Sukkot, which culminated with Shabbos B'neishis. The Sabbath spoke of Shabbos B'neishis. That we should see to incorporate all the tefillos of the whole year of the whole yomim niroim yom kippur or shoshana. Everything should be included into Shabbos breishes. Chaz Beresh Talashevsky, is a Used to daven for the yomim on Shabbos breishes. This is Kvyis, this is Khazakh, and he would take the entire tishay and put it into his Shabbos davening, which included, (coughs) excuse me. which included all the different chadashim being mixed up and incorporate all the different nigunim throughout. Shabbos Noach the Rebbe said that it's a little difficult it's difficult to just all of a sudden drop everything. And therefore, (laughs) on Nayach, on Nayach, they have said that the Pireche should still be shining, should still be up, the white Pireche should still be on as we change the pareches for Yom Leroyim, they have suge- suggested that it stays on for Pashas Neach. So technically, Pashas Neach still riding On the coattails of our Tishri. Heldays Neach, is Someone is grammatically incorrect here. These are the births of Nayak. Nayak wasn't tzaddik. He is the Pasuk the race of He was a Tomim. He was a complete person. In his generation. Then the Torah continues. As Halekim, his Halech Neach. Neach walked only with the support of God. The next pasuk continues. Vayelad Neach Shleish Shabanim Sheamus Cham Now that's very strange. Eilatel this is Shame Cham and Yafes. Why is the Taita telling us Eilatel this nayach? is saddik. To which Rashi knows and understands and appreciates. The dilemma of the Mechamish the Mikra, and therefore, in order to alleviate the Mechamish the Mikra's pain, <coughs> Rashi complains, Rashi says, Hail, Veskirei, Siper, Vishvachem. Since he was already mentioned, they mentioned Neach's name, it talks about his shvach, his praise. Eila tells us, Neach, who's Neach, Neach, is Sadik. How do we know this? Shinema nema zeicher tzadik livrachah. Brought down zecher tzadik Livracha. So we see that it's his praise, his blessing. Oh no. In essence, really, we're discussing here Neach being righteous and we're comparing him to other people. He was a righteous person in his generation and there are two opinions what he would be like in other generations. We sent out, by the way, an email to a lot of people today, if you didn't get it, my negligence about Gilad Shalit, Baruch Hashem, he's home in physically what appears to be one piece. Time will only tell how damaged Rechman he has been, hopefully nothing. We hope for miracles all the time. And of course the question becomes the most controversial of questions that that we can possibly discuss, that we could possibly bring up and subject ourselves to was it right? Was it right? Was this the proper move? You ask Gilad Shalit's mother or father, And, needless to say, they'll tell you, you're talking about our child, a Jewish child, a Jewish Neshama. How could you possibly doubt that the right thing would have been to bring him home? There's no doubt bringing him home was important. There's no doubt that no Jewish child should be left in the hands of Ahmad al the enemy. The question is the price. The price means more than what it sounds. The price of a thousand plus prisoners. It's a price. but there's another price here we're talking we're talking about a price there's a halacha there's a halacha that if a person has to be buried they dig up a grave and they put the person somewhere else the family has to sit shiva again Perhaps, though, being a very controversial halacha, and definitely not something that's common practice, would not be the ideal example. More likely, the proper example would be, I know a fellow, I wasn't at the wedding. The custom is that the chuppah, the chalpa steps on the glass at the end of the chuppah, Breaks the glass. Many different reasons. There's a shoe company called Bali. Very exclusive company. Ms. Hassan was fortunate enough, for whatever reason, financially, whatever it was, to have Bali shoes. You're probably paying more for the name than for the sticker than the actual shoe. Not probably, but 99%. This Hassan Didn't just have a regular glass to step on. It was a nice, fancy glass. Now, the difference is if you break a light bulb, a regular light bulb, if you break a glass from your shelf, or if you break a fluorescent bulb. The glass and the fluorescent is much, much more dangerous dangerous and severe. I guess they use that type of glass. Excuse me, the chasen. Broke the glass and the music started to play. And Mitochitrak Shoot he got so excited and involved, he was stomping his foot on the broken glass. Um, he felt a pain. He felt the pain, they quickly stopped, he screamed. He took off his shoe and sock and they quickly put it back on again. Because there was blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. They rushed the chasen to the hospital. And the chasen had 75 stitches in his foot. Well, imagine what the collar felt like she didn't get to the even practically. They brought him back to the wedding though. He got back to the wedding. Very excited. And of course, needless to say, after 75 stitches in the bottom of your foot... You sit with your foot up. You have to put your foot elevated. It's bleeding. Good. Everything. Not this dude. This dude decided he has to dance. And Barak Hashem. Nature had its way. And he split the stitches open. So he ended up the rest of the night in the hospital. Picture that wound. Reopening. How much worse was that open wound now than when it was the first time when it had the 75 stitches? When it had the 75 stitches, they took it and they put together the glasses damage. Took out the glass. Whatever damage the glass did, they took out. But they repaired as stitches may be, they bring together two sides of the cup. Two sides of the wound are brought together to close up the wound. Stitches, as you have it, especially in the olden days, they sewed the person up. I tell you the sutures does this, this then staples Sold the person up. Now when you sew the person up, you make no hole on this side, no hole on this side. When you tear that open, you're tearing those holes as well now. Not only make new holes, the wounds are that much wider. That's why he needed over he had to stay in hospital, and it was quite a situation. On his wedding night. Picture the families of the killed, the maimed, and the wounded from Sabaro, from anywhere else. Some I don't want to mention names list like list because if anyone listens to this it's only going to cause more anguish. Picture these people when they were told that their relative, Rachman al their sister with children, his pregnant sister, and brother-in-law were killed. And they took this murderer, and they captured him. Was it a simcha gedailah they captured the murderer? No. Was it a slight reprieve that the murderer was put behind bars for life? Slight very slight, it's not bringing back the dead, it's not revenging the dead, you're not even taking revenge for him, now, years later, a few short years later, this murderer is put back on the street. And immediately, media is covering this from left to right. All these murderers are telling everybody, "We are encouraging. Put it on, we are encouraging everybody. We are encouraging all our children. We are going to the schools, and we are telling the children in the schools okay. This is how it has to be done. Forget the this ketchup. Mm-hmm. So put it over there. This is the way to go. We did, the, we did what we did was right. And you have to follow suit. And proudly follow the situation. Proudly lift our legacy. We went to jail for it. We this and we yen. But this is how it had to be. it's not reformed prisoners these prisoners came out of jail and we want to send flowers to the families apology letters Somebody changed them a little bit. I understand. I don't understand. You took hardened murderers, these chaleras, these cold-blooded animals, and you put them back in the street, and you told, what message did you send to these families? You sent a message That yes, Gilad Shalit's blood is holy to us. Gilad Shalit's body is holy to us. But it's holier to us than was your relative that was slaughtered by these people. That's the (coughs) message. Their wound is reopened. All those re- nightmares Coming back. are recurring. Thousand prisoners. How much damage those people do? How much damage now is being done to the people who have to see this happen? Gilad. He's here. They're not there. God created the world. He wanted to create the world with din. Everything should be exact, and if you don't do it exact, Punishment would be meted immediately. Will had no chance for existence. Try to do it the other way, it doesn't work either. Chesed. It has to have a happy medium. There's no happy medium here. We have a candle burning on Twins. We're going to catch 22. So, did we do the right thing or did we not? Time heals. And time tells. As much time heals, those horrific memories, God protect us. And now the Arabs see what they can get. What stops them from kidnapping another two, another three Jews? And torturing them for five, six years. causing an uproar in Israel and then get themselves another group of prisoners well these are a thousand prisoners thousand prisoners is the prison empty? no do we need ten more Jews kidnapped? and what are the chances of them God forbid being maimed and not being sent back in one piece, not being, or sent back in pieces, or Isaiah the Cohen, Hashem Yiddish Domov, who never came back. How will we condone that? Never mind his parents. How will Gilad ever sleep if God forbid that happens? That they try again. Because now they know what commodity is. In a catch-22. Very, very, in between the rock and the hard place here. In a rock and a hard place. We have no way. Whatever was of the opinion, that it's not the way to go. Although, Although, the story that we sent out today was that Mrs. Shalit was given by a slucha a dollar from the Rebbe that she got from the Rebbe's hand. And she laminated this dollar, and she was miyaka this dollar. Only to find out, when her son was in her hands, that the dollar was given on that very day, that he was released. Is that a message from the Rebbe, or is the message from the Rebbe that on the day of Chav Tishrei, when he gave that dollar, he spoke about freedom? Spoke asicha. It's a the Time of the cantonists. With the czar used to kidnap children for the armies. Tafshin Nun Aleph. 21 years later, on that very day, His boy is released from prison. Yesh Navi B'Yisrael. That was the title, that was the subject of the email. I am based today. This is 21 years later. And Tafsin and Allah have never spoken to Sikha. Not always you correct people, you're correct. We don't know hopefully we never will, hopefully we're not going to be tested any further, hopefully Mashiach is going to come tonight and we won't have to pay the price for what happened here but we know that when this did happen before and a person was taken hostage and a tremendous amount of ransom was was asked he told them no he told the Jews do not pay it One of the old books. Even if the person is alive. The Argola, He died in prison. He refused for the Jews to pay for him. You'll pay for me, but I'll take somebody else next week. They have to learn the lesson, they can't get away with it. And this is the shita. Very tough shita to talk. Very tough, tough shita to talk. You have to be a moragolo to get away to do this. This Shabbos is Chedesh Cheshven. Khadish bull. It's called Khadish Bull. Seifatida it brings down many different reasons for it. Also referred to as Ma Khajrin. Ma meaning bitter. What was bitter about Khajrin? According to one opinion? There's no holidays in this month. Because there's no holiday, it's called bitter. Also, in history, many horrific things happened in the month of Cheshwam, which also give it the name Mar But there should be a Yom when it got the name Khidish Bull, in the Navi, the Pasuk said it was the month of Bull, which is the eighth month from Nisan. In Malachim, in the eleventh year of Shnas Bull, Chedesh Hashmini. Shleimah Melech completed the Beis HaMikdash. What bigger Yom could that be? The day that the Beis HaMiddush was completed. <laughs> Couldn't open the gates. For a full year until the next year Tishrei. So Tishrei took that Yom away from Cheshvan. Shalayim always has two days. Tisha is always 30 days. Shredash Chesrin has a hawakha. I'm going to send the jackrabbit tomorrow to school to ask, who knows this hawakha? I, I have nothing in that place. I said seriously. Shit. Shit with your carrots? Mm-hmm. I, would tell would you that, I would tell myself that if I learned like I learned this morning, it would be good. It would be good. You will. This is a halacha, Chaydish Chazrin, different than the whole year. The musif for this Chaydish you're not allowed to say by heart. No, the regular musif, even the regular from Friday. Why? Why? Because Teresh Shabiksav. It's not to it be said by heart. Yeah. Now, something that's in the Torah, that's in the davening, that's brought down from the Torah, Shabbos, Shcheders, Yomtiv. But most of Shabbos, and Shkidosh, in all the months, we say it regularly, so we know it perfect. Since we know it perfect, we say it by heart. And most of the we say it every month. Every month, you get used to it. When it comes to Shkedis Cheshvan, we haven't said the Musaf for two months because yeah. last month was Rosh oh, so we might make a mistake. So, therefore, we might have a mistake. So that's why halachically you're now going to say this month by heart Musaf, different than all the other Rosh Hashanah. We have to write that down. Or answer Question is what's different, most of the year than the rest of the year. Get okay, out try Um, in the month of Cheshvan on the fifteenth of Cheshvan. Yerovam made a new festival, which David was very upset with. On Hei someone's birthday, the children of Tzidkiel were slaughtered in front of him. Tzidkiel's eyes were poked out, and then he was taken down to Babu. This is one of the reasons it's called Mar Chedron. Mar is also considered a drop. Raindrops. Kimar. Like a drop in a bucket. Why is it called raindrops? And therefore, the raindrops, that rain that comes about in (laughs) Chedron, which is more severe than the rest of the year, because we pray for it. You'd has when the marble started. The marble? The downpour. The deluge. And the occurring. The half window to area. But how accurate is that? Huh? How accurate is that? The terrace says the date. It was on the second month? Yeah. Four. On the 17th. Um, no, seventeenth of and I'm busy it's deduced. Rashi deduces exactly how it works. Therefore, mem for forty days it rained, so the, word, the letter mem is taken away from it from the letter from the word mabel, which is bull. That's another reason they got the name Chedish Bull. <laughs> different uh, thoughts. Amongst the many, many different lessons of Pashas Neach, the Yomar Masech Pesachim tells us a person has to learn how to talk. We've decided this year one of the Rashi Tevis for Tavshanayim and Beis is Teishnas Adinus B'dibur Adinut B'dibur Now if you're going to spell Adinut with an if you'll have two problems one you're not Amaret and secondly it wouldn't work for this Rasha Tevis Teishnat <laughs> <laughs> Adinut B'dibur So the Pesachim tells us the person has to speak in a refined fashion. Adinut. And we find one of the examples cited is in our Pasha. Neach is told, take together all the animals. Take from the Bahama to And also from the behemoth, asher einnena tahira. That isn't Ta'hira. Excuse me. Now the truth is, that the way to say it would really be, toheira, and the opposite of Tahira is tomeya. <coughs> the opposite of Ta'hira, the pure, <coughs> is tomey, impure. But the Tata is very, very concerned with using the word Teme'a. <coughs> it's not a reformed, not refined fashion, and therefore the Torah goes out of its way to add letters because if the word Enenatahera is, of course, more letters than the word Teme'a, just to show to us that we have to use a refined language. Uh Uh-huh, genius. And this is what, this is one of the more powerful lessons of this parasha. We have different hints brought brought about in this parasha. What happened? I didn't say you did How's that happen? I call it it hangs it up. Is it me? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It says no answer. Look like at that. Different things that are hinted in our Pasha. <coughs> As they came to the table, the Pesach says, Shnaim, Shnaim, Bo'el, No'yach. Shnaim, Shnaim, Bo'el, No'yach There's a Klau called Bebetach. Bebetach are the days when we say the full howl. Which means the two days of Pesach, Two days of Shavuos, nine days of Sukkot, and eight days of Hanukkah. Sorry. How do you get Shavuos from Tach? Two Bebetach. betach. Base base tesches. Where's the Alf for Shavuos? Oh, base base. What? Pesach Shavuos. Be betach shnayim are the two and the two. Bo um, bo is nine is um, yeah six one and two. Nine. And El Noyag is Gematria Ganeke. Ghes, Fifty-eight. And the thirty-two is eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Season Thank you. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine is Ganeke. Ches is is eight. Nun is fifty-eight. Eight. Vow. And six. <coughs> season Sixty-six. Yes, six. No. Mm-hmm. Khuf is 20, is 86. 86. Hay is 91. How much do we say this is? 86. You said like 80 something. Huh? It's 86. <coughs> so, do you have a Hanukkah without right above? Without above. Without right above, yeah. Thank you. Another. Potent lesson in the Pasha. Teva. God commands Neach come to the table. The Tov tells us that the word Teva could mean an ark. It also means a word. Thank you. Which means, we're going to that Hashem is telling him come into the words. Sometimes we daven, we tend to swallow the words. We don't, live. we don't live with the words that we're davening, which is ironic, because by davening, we're asking God to hear our prayers. If we're asking God to hear our prayers, and want to be answered. So then obviously, we, one would want to make sure they do it right. So then why in that case, do we find people that are unfortunately negligent in their tefillah? That will say a word here and say a word there and just get it over with. This is therefore the lesson here, Bayala Teva. Come into your davening, involve yourself in the davening, become one with your davening. Take the words of the tefillah and have kavana, elevate them. We have a question here though, with the whole teva business. What actually transpired with the building of the Teva? According to one opinion, God commands Neach to build the Teva, and according to the commandment, it's Neach and Neach himself. He tells Neach, Make it to you, and immediately say lecha. We know that Neach was told to make this teva in 120 years. Why for 120 years? to show the generation what's going on, and hopefully to invoke tshuva from the generation. People will see it, and before they complain that it's blocking their driveway, they'll ask, what is it for? will tell them. The world is being destroyed. Uh, The world is being destroyed. The world is being destroyed. Why? Because because people have to uh, are acting badly. What can we do? (coughs) Duchuva. <coughs> Nayach was not yet considered a Jew. The first Jew was a Ramavino. But Nayach was working on the commandment of God. Question is You know, according to al mitzvah that a person can, be, can appoint a shliach to do a mitzvah. Was Dayach allowed to appoint anyone to help him? And there's a like this. And According to one opinion, his son did help him. According to one opinion, he did it himself. And this, of course, comes about to ask us to ponder what was the purpose of the actual Teva. Was it to save Neach and his family, or was it to reprimand the world and to invoke Tshuva amongst the world? So according to the opinion that it had to be in order to wake up the world, it had to take 120 years, and it was Neach's obligation to do it on his own, therefore he could not help ask anyone to help him going to the opinion that it was to save Neach that it didn't matter who helped him to do it and he could have done it faster with somebody's help. Good night. There's another very important lesson in this week's parasha. Ironically I don't remember how it goes. They're sitting in the streets. They say when you throw a cat in Yerushalayim, it lands on an Eisenbach? Something like that, no? There's so many cats in Yerushalayim and so many Eisenbachs? If you throw a cat, it'll land on an Eisenbach. Um, which means to tell us that there's so many cats and there's so many eyes it. it's fine. Um, every pasha we have a lesson. Why is it though that the most prominent lesson in every pasha Shabbos? I don't know. Perhaps because Shabbos was the ultimate tool. God used to create the world with perhaps where do we have Shabbos in Pashas Neach the rain stopped Mazel Tov the rain started to settle Mazel Tov Neach sends out the raven raven had a bad eye not a happy pack, pe- not a happy camper in his own right But he knew he was a raven. (laughs) You know, they tell the story of a guy walked into one of these um, fancy buildings in Park Slope. He gets in the elevator, and there's this couple, and they have their dog with a nice coat, with little muffins, little um, gloves on its on its paws, and very pristine. And he says, oh my gosh. The lady goes, shh. He says, what? He says, she doesn't know she's a DOG. <laughs> Nebuch. Nebuch. said the raven, knew he was a raven. And he took flight and he said, I am I got no good news to tell you. It's not my style to tell good news. Nope. Fail the next day, send out the yena Yena Doesn't come back till that night. We were still given yots? He was sent out to bring back. A th- why couldn't he bring back this olive branch before? What took him a whole night to bring back the olive branch? Well, the whole day. So one opinion would be that the he found other doves and they were partying. Shabbos <coughs> afternoon, they were having a I don't know. That what happens that kind of No, that's not the real thing. We know there were all the doves, because there were other dove, was in the in the ark. Let us do some math. Halachically, you can't set sail. If you have to set sail somewhere, you should set sail three days before Shabbos. If you get stuck sailing on Shabbos, it's stuck, if not, then you try to get to a destination before Shabbos. Which means, Neach was up on the table by Wednesday. They sailed Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. It's three days. Okay, let's do some math now. The rain fell for 40 days. you keeping the numbers for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. 150 days there was no rain. What were we up to? 40 days and 150? Yeah. 110. Forget it. I'll do the math. There's 190. 190. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> there was 60 days till they saw the top of the mountain. 250. Okay. Huh? You really need an nap. 190. There's 190. Oh, sorry. 250. Okay. 250. 40 days till so he sent out the raven. 290. Okay. 14 days later, he sent out the Yona. 304. Excellent. How many weeks is 304? 50. Well. No. No 40. 43 weeks. 43 weeks is 301. Okay. 7 times 43 is for Very quickly. Three oh one. Three oh four is how many? Three oh four is seven weeks and three days. Good. He left on a Wednesday. What day was it now when the Yonah came? Wednesday uh, three three days. From Wednesday? Thursday, Friday? Shabbos. Then he said I can't carry on Shabbos. So you have to wait until at night. the only wait till it was at night, at night it was no longer Shabbos, then he brought back the olive branch. Not to be Makhal Shabbos. (coughs) We have to, because the tradition has it as such, therefore we're going to have to admit a lot of the other things that we wanted to speak about. And we just have to tell Pasha the Medrash, which we're probably going to tell Friday night again, because that's a tradition. Ironically, the first thing Neach does when he gets off the table, he plants a vineyard. Plants a what? A vineyard. Grapes. Okay. He plants a vineyard, and the Sutton was very intrigued. And the satan comes along and says, Noah, what are you doing? So I'm planting a vineyard. He said, can I help? He says, sure. So the satan goes out and brings a lamb. He slaughters the lamb and he pours the, the blood over the ground. Noah says, that's going to help? He says, of course it will help. Okay. That no, was here, that was here. Okay, then Lech went. Then the Satan went and brought a lion. Brought a lion. Okay, and he said, um, "It is gonna he brought, again. He slaughtered it and brought the blood and spilled the blood." Again, spilled the blood. Is this is going to help. It's going to help. Then he poured. Then he brought a monkey. And spilled the blood of the monkey. And then he brought a pig. Spilled the blood of the pig. And this says the medish is what the effect of liquor is. First, the person drinks the first glass, and he is like a sheep. He's very timid. The second one, he starts to roar a little bit like a lion, gets proud of himself. The third one, he starts to jump around like a monkey. And the fourth one, he's already vomiting and rolling in his puke. And that's where it's based on, from, the med- from what the satan did to the vineyard that Nayak planted. The main thing is we should see once and for all the tseimina teva, we should be able to go out from the teva, and the Tsegur HaTever should not only be the Teva, but out from the Golos. And we should be Zeche this very Shabbos to be in Yerushalayim, Yerat Tever. And the Rebbe is the Rebbe Rishenu.